Welcome to the Success with God and Psych podcast, where it's all about a purpose-driven life where God and psychology mix together and guide your way. And now, your host who's funny, informative, and a straight shooter, doing this so you have a better life, Dr. Jessica Kersner. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You know what I like to say, there's no better day than today for blessings, impact, and purpose. And today I'm gonna talk about uh, imitating others and being true to yourself. Uh, Sometimes we sit and we have these goals and you have these dreams and, you know, we're always talking about purpose-driven life and we're talking about, you know, be the best you. And uh, when you look at it, people say, okay, you know, I want to be just like this person. I want to be just like my mom. I want to be just like my dad. I want to be just like, uh, you know, the president, or you want to be like this famous person that you have come to know. And you say that, and at first it starts as admiration, but then it becomes, okay, you start to lose pieces of yourself trying to be that person because you're like, I'm not as good as this person. You start to judge yourself or weigh yourself against that. And so today we're going to talk about that. How do you um, admire someone or uh, take on certain pieces or certain things that you like about that person to or use them to refine you, kind of like a... Um, a sharpener, but at the same time, still being true to yourself and keeping that part of yourself that is great. This is something I learned the hard way. And so we're going to talk about that today, guys. I hope that's going to be good for you. We'll be right back after the break. Meet Fred. Fred once fell stuck in a rut and he had trouble connecting with other people. Then Fred read the book Path to Loving Yourself by Dr. Jessica Kersner. Fred found the book interesting and exciting. The down-to-earth approach that the book takes helped to increase his self-esteem. Now, Fred spends less time feeling bad, and he grew to first love himself. Eventually, he gained the capacity to connect with others. You too can benefit from The Path to Loving Yourself by Dr. Jessica Kersner. Get your copy for only $9.95 from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or Books A Million. That's Path to Loving Yourself by Dr. Jessica Kirshner. Get up on your signed copy at healingaxcoach.org. All right, all right, all right, and we're back. And so I'm going to talk about imitation versus inspiration. And so, you know, I like to start with definitions. So imitation is uh, copying, parroting, a synonym for that would be simulation or replica. And so when we talk about imitation, you're saying that you are basically the carbon copy, right? So there's no originality there. A replica just means that you are a replica. When you parrot, when kids parrot, it's like, you know, my kids parrot all the time. And so whether you say good things or bad things, it's coming out the same way you say it. And, or they're going to do exactly what you do. So they're little parrots when they're, when they're teeny. And uh, at some points they can feel like they're replicas of you because they're doing exactly the same thing you do. Um, Some people like that and some people don't, but Imitation is just that. So when we look at this and and you say, okay, um, when you start to go towards those goals or you're going towards that purpose and you're like, let me find this person, it starts off as a rubric, right? It starts off as a, you know, if I, if I aspire to be like them, you're not saying I'm going to be them, but if I like, if I try to be like them, if I try to be like my mom or try to be like, um, you know, 
I don't know, some famous person that I, I can't think of anybody right now, but oh, Angelina Jolie, you know, or Brad Pitt or someone. If I'm trying to be like someone famous, someone who did great things like Gandhi or, you know, Mother Teresa, if I'm trying to be like them and you say, OK, let me look at their life and see, can I aspire to do what they have done? And we start off with that goal of I'm going to be like them, but then you shave away the pieces of you that make you original. And what I'm trying to say in this podcast and what we're going to talk about is imitation versus inspiration. Which one should you do? Because if you're imitating, then you lose the part of you that made you original, that made your light shine differently, that made your impact have a difference because you were created different for a reason. Um, but when you when you imitate, you don't you don't have that. You, you don't have that piece of you still there that leaves your mark that, you know, when you were created, when God created you, that he said your uniqueness is important. The way you say this, the way you walk, the way you talk about it. I want people to feel that. I want people to see that because in that they see me. You lose that there. But with inspiration, which the definition of that is to be stimulated mentally to do or feel something creative. So that says, you know, my mom inspires me. My dad inspires me. You know, Mother Teresa inspires me. Uh, whoever, Angelina Jolie inspires me. When these people inspire me, they stimulated my mind. They stimulated my mindset to say, I need to do or feel something creative. I need to do or feel something or be do make an impact in a similar way or in my own way, creatively, even if it's in the same area, right? So let's say you want to be an actress. If you go out trying to be Angelina Jolie, there's already been Angelina Jolie. But if you say, you know, watching Angelina Jolie inspired me, it inspired me to be the best actress I can be, then you hone your gift. You work on yourself. And the way you smile, the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you deliver those lines make you unique. And so then you become the next, uh, I hate to say it, but it's the one that came to my mind, Jennifer Aniston. You know, you say, okay, then I'm that person. You became Jennifer Aniston and not Angelina Jolie. And they have separate roles and they're both different actresses, but good. Right. And so then you're saying, who do I want to be? Um, but you want to be yourself. And so you want to be inspired, but not imitate. So there was a quote I heard a long time ago that I want you guys to think of when I'm talking about this today, that when you honor and value yourself, you are honoring God because you are his creation, a beautiful reflection of him. And so we want to honor and value ourselves. And by doing that, we honor and value God, right? And we're doing that because we are his creation and he wants us to be a reflection of him, right? But I have to honor and value myself. So although I may want to be like this person, think about when you change yourself or when you're going towards those goals, when you're doing this purpose-driven life, when you're going after that success, when you're blending this all together, am I honoring myself? Am I valuing myself? And so we're going to talk about that more when we come back uh, right after the break, guys. Sometimes we say things to ourselves like, I am never going to get any better than this. Uh, I can't do this. I can't overcome this. And when we do that, what are we saying? I'm really saying to myself, today is the best day of my life. And every day after this will pretty much suck. Or 
I will never get any better than I am right now. This is the best version of me. Do we believe that? No. Does that sound depressing? Yes. Speak life to yourself. Say positive things to yourself. It matters. What you say to yourself matters for you. And so I say things like, hey, I can do better than this. It can get better than this. And everything starts to reflect that as well. Positive talk helps. And so start some positive talk today. This has been your Focus Me Minute with Dr. K. Uh, please email me at kersnerjessica at gmail.com. That's K-E-R-Z-N-E-R-J-E-S-S-I-C-A at gmail.com. All right, and we're back. All right, so I know some of you out there may be saying, okay, this is this sounds like a crap topic because, you know, I would never imitate anyone. I would never uh, just say I'm going to be completely like them. And and I never said that you said you would say, okay, I'm going to be Angelina Jolie, even though there are people that do that now. They change their whole face. They change their hair. They change their nails. They get plastic surgery so they can look just like someone else and imitate them completely. But if this was not a thing, let's say that, okay, this was not something that was common. This is not something that happens every day um, because it is. It is something that happens every day. Let's say if it was not common, then why is it even a topic to discuss? So, you know, when you look at scripture, so, you know, this is God in sight, right? When we look at what God said about this before, God even felt the need that he needed to tell people the only person you should imitate should be him. And he wanted us to imitate him but not anyone else. So in first Corinthians 11 and one, he said, be imitators of me just as I am also of Christ. Um, and then in Ephesians five and one, therefore be imitators of God as beloved children. So like I was saying earlier, where children parrot you, children copy you, children are replicas of you, ch children simulate. God is saying, if you are going to imitate anybody, imitate him, don't imitate anybody else. Don't imitate other people on earth because that's what we do. We could say, okay, I'm going to aspire to be this person because I like the traits they have, whether they have been Moses, you know, um, or anyone. People said, okay, I'm going to imitate this person. And God is saying, no, 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 don't, don't imitate anyone but me. Uh, if you strive to imitate me, then you cannot fail. But when we say honor and value yourself and you are honoring God because you are his creation, we're saying that if you honor and value yourself, then you are doing just what God said to do, because then the only thing you're doing is being true to you. And if you imitate anyone, you're imitating him, right? You're imitating what he did. You're imitating how he loved people, how he showed kindness to people. You're imitating uh, what he felt, what he felt was right, what he felt was wrong, what he believed, you know, how he carried himself, how he, he loved on other people and how he loved himself. Right. And, and how he loved us. And so if you do that, that imitation is okay. Right. That's the, that's the only one that's okay. Outside of that, how do you say with purpose? So what I'm saying is let's go with purpose to say, how do I not imitate the people that I aspire to be? So although I love my mom, I think she's a great person. I admire her. She has inspired me. I don't want to be her, right? I don't want to be a carbon copy of her because if I'm a carbon copy of her, then her flaws are my flaws. You know, I don't want her flaws, right? I have my own. But if I say I'm going to do that, then I take my own and hers because I'm trying to imitate her and those flaws become them become mine. So there's a downside to this, even when you do the good parts, because what you see 
is what you believe to be the good. But what happens is even with the good, there's some bad. So, uh, you know, I lack some self-disclosure. So when I was going to become a psychologist, I was like, oh, you know, let me find a rubric. So like I said before, you find this rubric and you say, okay, uh, find someone I can aspire to be like. And if I, if I follow in a similar path, then you know, I'll, I'll get in the right place. So God called me a psychologist. I didn't, I didn't pick this field myself. I don't know many people that do, but I ended up here because God wanted me to be. But what happened was on that path, I always said, you know, I I didn't want to be that person that I found that, that I said, okay, I'm going to aspire to be. I just said, I wanted to be a great psychologist. This person is a great psychologist. And so if I work as hard as this person did, if I, if I take some of the same steps. And so that was my rubric. It was not okay. I want to go to the same school. I want to go to the same place. It was like, no, okay, let me look at the path they walked in, in, in theory or in what type of steps those were. And so when we talk about how do you look at this and how do you do that? I did that same thing myself. I said, okay, I'm going to walk the same path as in, as in theory. And so I want to go and I want to get a doctorate degree, you know, because that's what you do. Okay. But that didn't have to be the same school and it didn't have to be in the same degree and it didn't have to be in the same specialization, but I did want to do that. And then I allowed God to move the specification and everything else along the way on his path because he called me to do it. And so it was like, okay, this decision and he will, he will order my steps. And so he did, but now take what I'm doing now with speaking and life coaching and writing books. It was so novel to me. And this was the place that, you know, when God changed everything, he said, okay, he brought me on this path and he did. He took me on the path of psychologist and it led here. It became so novel to me. I was like, I need, I need a guy like God, I need a rubric. And he he would not give me one. I could not find someone that I could say, okay, let me find a, a person that say, if I can look at their path, even just in theory. And he said, I don't want you to have a path. I want you to be just you. I want this walk to be just your walk. And all those people that have inspired me before inspired me for that place. But at this part of it, it has to be just me. And that is a very intimidating place. That is a very place. That's a place that makes you feel like I can't help but fail. And to sit down with yourself and say, don't imitate someone else. But allow the people who have admired that I've admired before to inspire me still. That was really hard because I I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt like I had no direction except for this vision God gave me. And you're like, okay, he gave me this vision and you know how it goes. He gives you a vision that's down the way and and you're way back here. And you're like, how do I get there? How do I make those steps? How do I do it? And it literally just had to be him and I, that's it. And in the beginning, (laughs) that was really hard. Now it has been so amazing in how it lifts the burden off of my shoulders of trying to figure this thing out. It's just like, okay, I'll just be me. And me is what it has to be. And it's not going to be okay for some people. 
because everyone didn't like Mother Teresa. I would love to tell you that everyone thought she was great while she was living. No, didn't happen. Sorry. No, no, everybody did not like her. She annoyed some people. She was aggravating. Some people wanted her not to help people. And that's how people work. You know, everyone doesn't like you. Everyone doesn't sign on for it. Everyone doesn't think it's great. And you have to be okay with that. And sometimes people only think it's great after you do the thing. After that purpose, they see you walk it out and they see you become it. And so let's talk about how you do this. So I did all that dribble to say that I want you to pick the choice of being inspired and not imitate. And to say that you're going to just allow the people who admire you to inspire you, but you're saying, I don't want to imitate you. I want to be me, but you did something great. You allowed yourself to be you and do, do something great and make an impact. And that has stimulated my me mentally it has stimulated my mindset to say I want to do something I want to make an impact as well right and it gives you a fever it gives you a fire it gives you an energy and that energy you take and you say okay what do I do what's step one step one to being yourself is to constantly check Every time you you make a move, and I know this sounds really bad and it sounds meticulous, but it's the truth. You sit down and you say, am I being me right now? Am I responding the way I would want to respond in this moment? Am I uh, allowing my personality to shine through? Am I doing what I feel is authentic to me? So for instance, for me, when I first started doing this path with Healing Acts and the speaking and uh, being in front of the camera, I really like being behind scenes. I'm not in front of, in front of the camera person or uh, I'm social, but I don't like the limelight. I don't like it. And so in the beginning, I was OK. You know, I have to sit up straight. I have to speak proper. I have to. I, and I know some of you laugh when I say that because I'm from the South. And there's not much proper from there without that Southern, that heavy Southern accent. But I was like, okay, I have to, I have to sit up straight, speak proper. I have to, you know, not uh, say as many jokes because I am pretty comical in my head. If you could hear the things in my head that I think uh, and that I often say, um, I was like, no, don't do it. Don't say that, you know, be serious, you know, do this thing and get it right. And it removed a lot of my personality. And although people were liking it, it was very difficult for me. It was very difficult for me to show up every day. It was very difficult for me to walk that process. And I kept saying, okay, I'm gonna be obedient. I'm gonna do what God told me to do. I'm going to be obedient. The people are getting help. So it has to be what God called me to do. And it was, it was what he called me to do, but it's not the way he called me to do it. You know, the way he called me to do it was to be me. To when I get here and I want to make a joke or something sounds funny to me, make a joke, make a light, make light of it, and uh, to to bring me into the work. Because if you reject me because I'm in it, then you reject me. But the people that it helps, the people that this resonates with, the people that have been subscribing to this, listening to this, telling people about, they're meant for this. They're meant to hear what I have to say in the way that I say it and how I do it, and that was a five-year process. That was not, that was, it was so not a a one-day process. It was a five-year painful process to just get to this place where I could say, I am comfortable with you getting all of me and not me trying to change things or imitate something else or, you know, refrain from being just who I am. And that process started by saying, being aware that I'm not being myself. So it took that clarity to say, I'm not being myself. 
And that piece of realizing that you're not being yourself is constantly checking. Am I responding how I want to? Am I, am I saying what I would normally say? If I was talking to um, a, fr- a group of friends at one time, would this be how I would deliver it? Would this be what I would say? And I'm not saying that that means if you, if you are a person that you use curse words and you use other things that that's what you should do. But I am saying that be yourself. And you know what that means. You know that that means that how you would naturally be in some, for some people it is to, to say, okay, you're going to say something um, sort of inappropriate. It might not be curse words, but something inappropriate. Or you may use analogies that are weird or obscure or <laughs> people think are quirky, but it's important. And so you do that check system. What's the next piece? So the next piece I learned, right? So when I was doing this, it was like, okay, so I'm checking myself, I'm checking myself, checking myself. But then what I found was I was so busy checking myself, I still wasn't being me. I was like, okay, I'm trying as much as I can to put it in there. Um, so then how was I authentic to me? How did I start the process of doing it after I was aware that I'm not still doing it, even though I'm thinking about doing it? <laughs> so you're like, I'm thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. How do I then start to walk it out? And what I did then was, okay, I studied. I said, okay, I know my material. I know what I need to do. I make it a part of me. So I, I live this piece first. So it's like, whatever I'm coming to you guys with, I live it. And then when I'm coming to talk to you about, I don't have a script here. I don't have, uh, uh, you know, like 10 pages of everything I'm saying to you right now is, is laid out verbatim. What I did was I said, okay, I have to get this message across and I want to get it across in the way that I would normally do it. And so what I did was you throw the book out the door. I throw the process that academia teaches you or the process that people say that you have to do when you sit in front of a a room full of people, or if you're a teacher or, you know, whatever you're aspiring to do, the, the mainstream way that they're teaching you to do that, throw that book out. That doesn't mean that you don't study. That doesn't mean that you don't prepare, but get it into you. So take it in. So a long time ago, someone told me every Uh, everybody goes through school, but school doesn't go through everyone. And what that says is you're not here trying to make shift or give people um, whatever you're trying to do, your craft or your goal or your purpose is your, it's your purpose. So that means it needs to have gone through you. And that means that when you're going to deliver this thing, or when you're going to be this teacher, you're going to be, you know, a janitor, you're going to be an actor, or you're going to, whatever way you're making an impact, these people have inspired you to do this, that inspiration, study it, be prepared for it. And then throw the book out, throw the book out and say, okay, now teach what you learn. Now, now do your craft. Now put that out there. And when you do that, you allow you, you allow that light God wanted to shine through you come into the mix. And that's where the magic is. That's where you are allowed to have impact because then people see that that thing where people say, I can't explain why I like to be, why I like to learn this from you. And you're like, there are so many people that teach this better than me. They're like, yeah, but the way you teach it or the way you say it or the way you express it or the, the way 
the way it comes from you, it speaks to me. It speaks, it resonates with me. It's, it, it speaks to my soul or it motivates me or it inspires me or it admires me. Like I admire it. And so that's how you allow it in. And that's what I did. So when I started throwing out the book, I studied, I, I let it go through me. And then I said, okay, let me, let me do what God has called me to do on this path. And to do that, I had to throw the book out. And so everything that you learn, you still have it in you. It's not that it's not there. And, but the way your craft, the way you, you deliver it, throw the book out. And when you start to do it, it's not that that stuff is still not there. That knowledge that you gained is still there. It's just now your, your piece, your delivery your your way you're going to make impact is allowed to is allowed to come out there. And so what happens then is that inspiration has now turned into a magical creation and you get to make your impact and you get to shine. And so what I'm saying is people let your light shine. I'm big about the light cuz because God lives in the light and that's where we help people. And so let your light shine when you're on your purpose, when you're going where, when you're going on this path to making something great happen, you're going to be you're going to be the best at whatever you're doing, these goals that you're setting. The way you let your light shine is to do that. Is to say, "Okay, I I study hard. I go hard in the paint, right? I know it. Let it get into you. Let it soak in and then do the work. And when you do the work, that light shines and you help the people. And so let's continue to help others. I hope this helps you today. Please, everybody check me out at Helenax Dr. K. I'm at Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, some more videos coming soon. Um, I am uh, starting to do a new format with videos. And so those will be coming out weekly. I'll let you guys know they're going to start in October. And so I'm really, really, really excited about that. And uh, we have some, some more speaking engagements coming. Focus Me Minute is still on the radio. And, uh, Hey guys, send me some emails. Uh, I really like, I really, really, really love when I'm getting feedback and I've been getting a lot of feedback lately and it's been motivating me, but it's also giving me more topics because you guys have a lot of things you want to know. So people have been saying, I need more dating stuff. I want to hear more stuff with you and your husband talking about marriage, talking about uh, relationships. Let me know what you want, guys. I'm going to do some more of that with my husband. So hit me up at Kersner Jessica. So that's K-E-R-Z-N-E-R, Jessica, J-E-S-S-I-C-A at gmail.com. Email me. Uh, and uh, I love you guys and see you soon.